We all wanna be happier, but how do we get there? First, we start by realizing happiness is not a destination. Being happy consists of micro action steps every single day. I'm your host, Brittany King, and I'm here to guide you along the way. All right, we got two Britneys here today. We get to share <laughs> story today. I mean, what's what's better than one Britney is two Britney. Two I'm Britneys. The brunette, the blonde. <laughs> We're the best, the best power duo. Are <laughs> a power freaking duo. So we met through Maddie. Shout out Maddie. Mm-hmm. Anyone that Maddie connects me with, I already know is going to be a powerhouse because she's a powerhouse. So I remember the day that she texted me and introduced me to you. And it was just like, yes, like I we didn't even need to talk to know that you would do so well with coaching just based off of Maddie being a good friend of yours. So it was just like, this just makes yeah. sense. And then fast forward today two years later and here we are getting to share your amazing journey and transformation yes who would have ever thought lots of change good stuff again shout out to maddie because all of it was possible with her kind of there's a lot of things she was the (laughs) she was the catalyst well and i think what i love about your story is you you came to me because you were really ready for to level up in your career Um, but you were hitting a ceiling. So let's start at the beginning. Like, where were you at? Like what prompted the conversation for Maddie to be like, oh, you need to talk to Brittany and start coaching? Yeah. And I think it's kind of funny how it all came about. I think that everything, and I don't think that there was something that bad or different change that happened that led me to wanting to go to coaching. Um, I think things were going really well. I had a great job. I was living in downtown Chicago, living the life that I wanted to be living. And I just felt like there was something more. And as I, I, I know we've talked about it, but as I think about it, I think it's always funny of all of the times where I was attracted to you, but resisted. And I think it all started at party on a bike when I was in college and I had reached out and I wanted to teach spin class. That's this crazy idea. I want to teach spin class. And you had reached out and I said, actually, never mind. I don't think I have the time. I'm going to pass right now. I'm just going to continue to work out there. And then I remember actually Maddie came to visit in, it was 2018 going to 2019. We were getting ready for New Year's Eve. And she was like, I just started. You remember Brittany from spin class? I just started working with her. Um, and I thought, we're 22. Why do you need a life coach? What is going on? And you would need something like that. And I didn't think anything of it of, cool, Maddie, you're always looking to evolve and get better. This doesn't surprise me, but not necessarily for me. And then 2019, she sent me her podcast. And I remember listening to it every morning, getting ready. And then it was kind of just, there was an aha moment at work where I thought I want to get better. I want to evolve and do more reflection on myself. And that's when I reached out to Maddie and I said, introduce me right now before I change my mind, because I've changed my mind four different times on Brittany. Um, and it just, it, it needed to happen. I think the saying when the student is ready, the teacher appears. And I think you were always there and always showing yourself, but I just resisted so much. Yeah. So I'm glad that 
I stopped resisting. Yeah. Well, I love that you bring that up because I think a lot of misconception with coaching is you have to be in like a really tough spot, right? Like a tear, like a big life event or something's happening. And while that coaching can help with that, there's also this other side of coaching that when you're already in a good spot, coaching really helps you. Um, I would, I don't want to say like quickly, but it does accelerate you quicker with a coach versus doing it on your own. So let's speak to that experience a little bit. Yeah. And like I said, there was just resistance to I'm, I'm fine. There's nothing wrong with me. I don't need to talk to somebody. And I think not that it is wrong by any means, but I had never gone to therapy and I kind of looked at life coaching as that, but I think that you put it in a really good perspective of I'm helping you to think about your goals and where you're looking to go and just manage the day-to-day of life and how do you get to where you want to go in a better and path of least resistance. Um, And I think coming around to that and immediately and starting to work with you, it opened my eyes to a whole different world of honestly, the inside of my brain of just how my thought processes worked and how I just quickly took what happened and made it mean something. And it's so much, so much better when you can work through it with somebody. And once you get to do that, see how fast that change actually happens. Because I think I started working with you October of 21. And instantly in November, we were talking about progress that was made just by small little changes and focuses and areas that I didn't even realize were not a problem, but an opportunity to get better. Yeah. Oh, I love that so much. Cause it's so true. It's like, it really, it, it only takes like a moment to change your life, but it takes 10 years to build up, to be ready for that moment. Yeah. You know, it's like, it does like, it, it doesn't, ha- it's not, it's not, I don't want to say it's not hard because there, it, there's challenges, but it is really simple. It's just, being able to work through that initial resistance. And then once you let that resistance go, how quickly you can level up in your life. So let's talk a little bit about like what that journey has been like. So from when we started to where you are now, what are some of the tangible things that you've experienced from coaching, but then also what are the intangible things, like the things that have happened internal internally? Yeah. I think in terms of tangible, I think the biggest thing that I recognize in myself is just the awareness of old patterns of, I think you did, let me back up a second. I think you did a really good job. And I know you do this with all of your clients of here's a circumstance and you are the one that determines the thoughts, the feelings, the actions that go along with it. And I am somebody where something happens and I just react, whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. And I think through the last year and a half of working with you, I've had the opportunity to take a step back and actually think through things before just acting and not react as much and not get as worked up or frustrated or overly excited about something. It's just something happened and I'm the one that gets to choose. I'm the one that gets to choose how we go from here in my thoughts and the way that I react. I think that's kind of the intangible and the tangible side of things. I think when I had started working with you, it was all based on, I want to be better because I want to progress my career and I want to be able to step into a management role and be the best manager that I can be for my team. And I can tell you, it took a long time to get here in the last year and a half. I hope my team would say that I'm a good manager and that I'm leading them in the best direction, but 
I even see such a difference in just the interactions that I have with my people and how we win and how we learn instead of lose. Cause I've learned that a lot in the last year. And I think about if I did not work with you during that time to help work through my feelings about my team or my feelings about those around me or my feelings about the place that I live in, I think it would have been a very, very, very different outcome. And I don't think it necessarily would have been bad, but it wouldn't, I don't think I would be excited as excited about my progress that I've made in working with you if I hadn't worked with you, if that makes sense. Yeah. Well, I think the the cool thing is recognizing the growth that you had in your career because that's really what you came for, right? You came for mm-hmm. career growth and that was a byproduct, right? Like you you got a management role, like you've worked your way up, right? But that was a byproduct of the work that you were doing you know, every single day, every single week. So what was that like? What were the things that you focused on that helped you create the result of getting a promotion, becoming a manager? I think a lot of it, and I know that it's, it seems like it's simple and we tell ourselves these things every day, but it's control the controllables, but have fun while you're doing it. Um, I think one thing that helped me a lot in stepping into managing people and getting to a place where I could manage people was just expectations around others and what I can do for them or to help them. And one thing you talked a lot about with me was if you ever get disappointed about a situation or you're ever frustrated about something, it's usually because you didn't articulate or communicate your expectations or what you were hoping to get from something. And having the ability to realize we talked a lot about somebody else's playbook is not your own playbook Mm -hmm. and you have to recognize that in order to be a good human, be a good person when it comes to being able to manage people. Mm -hmm. I think that that was a big thing, controlling the controllables, but just having fun and recognizing that there is, while in a working environment, things can get frustrating, but there's good things and there's good things to learn. And I think what helps me a lot along the way because we've talked about things resurfacing a lot. Hey, we talked about this three months ago, but it came up again. And why is it coming up again? And realizing I might have just pushed it to the side and not actually addressed it, or I'm leveling up and it feels like it's the same exact situation, but it's a different capacity to make me better. Mm, So good. So tell like, that is so accurate, right? It's like, we think we deal with something and we never have to deal with it again. (laughs) (laughs) You get to your next level and then you have to deal with it again, but you have a bigger capacity for it because you learned the lesson. So it's like you keep growing that capacity to handle difficult situations and the difficult emotions that come with it. So, you know, in your, in that journey, right? Like you, from my perspective, what I saw you do was you learned how to manage yourself and you learned how to manage your reactions by managing your brain, which has allowed you to step into this management role. And while you think that it took a long time, like in the grand scheme of things, it really did it. Like, yes, if you look like, sure, I'm sure when you were going through, it's probably like having a child, right? The, the days are long, but the years are short. <laughs> we can apply that to stepping into a management role, right? Um, yeah. Because you were so willing and open and coachable, like the clients that have the most success are just coachable. Like you always like, you would, you know, you would be like, oh, I didn't look at it that way. And then you would take the information and then you would apply it and then you would grow. Like that's just, that is truly how it works. And that's what has made you so successful in the past two years. 
So what would you say, like, what is the value of doing this work? Like what value has it added to your personal life and your professional life? I think that's a really good question. Um, I think it's added a lot of values, but I think just staying true to yourself and letting yourself learn and fail and grow and do it all over again in different ways. Um, I think it's helped me to realize blind spots that I didn't see before just in myself, not even leading people, but just recognize where I have opportunity to grow. And there were a lot of times where I would say, oh, this makes sense because I've been feeling this for my entire life. And if I can continue to work through this, it 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 makes a big difference. There were many, many days where I wouldn't get mad at you, but I'd be like, Brittany, you're telling me something that I need to hear, but I really don't want to hear. And like, I know you're probably right, but I told myself for however long that I am right. And I think that's something too that I learned. And that was a really hard learn for me was you're not always right. Um, You need to take a step back, internally reflect, sit in the feelings that you have, and then figure out how do we work through it the best. So I do think it is just the reflection, um, the internal self-confidence and the ability to make decisions from a clear standpoint versus chaos. You just, that is, you just summed that up so beautifully, right? Like those things are intangible, but they are, they make the biggest difference between living the life that you want to live and not right. Being able to take a step back, make those, make decisions from a clean place. Like, oh, there's just such magic in that. So good. Uh, Okay. So what were you hesitant about? So, you know, there was multiple times that you wanted to reach out and then there was that time that you were like, all right connect me right now before I change my mind. What was the hesitation? I think it was the hesitation around just uncertainty. Um, Not feeling like there was anything wrong. I think all along I thought that something had to be wrong or there had to be a catalyst that was bad in order to do something. And I think that's a a really bad misconception that I had. Um, I think I've always very much so valued personal growth and had always read books and listened to podcasts and never really thought, I think more than anything, I just didn't want to open up. I feel like I have always really struggled with sharing my feelings. And we worked a lot through that and sharing emotions. And I grew up with parents that injected a lot of self-confidence and independence in me. And so sharing where I'm struggling was never something I like to do because mm-hmm. I did never want to show weakness, I guess. Um, and not that it was weakness, but my brain was just like, I don't, I don't, I'm good. I don't need I help. I'm fine. I'm doing exactly what I'm doing. But when I realized there's more that I know that I can tap into, mm-hmm. but I just don't know how, mm-hmm. I think that's when it clicked. Mm, so good especially because I work with high achievers. I see this all the time, right? The like, and I was the same way. Like, I didn't want to ask for help. Like, I was like, I can figure this out. Everything is good. I got this. And then when you realize that you're hitting a ceiling and you're like, okay, this is as, this yeah. is as far as I can go by myself. That's when you're like, okay, what, what support do I need to get me to where I want to go? I loved on you that you talked on this misconception. Cause I don't think it's a misconception just that you have. I think people hear the word life coach 
And they're instantly like, oh, something has to be wrong with my life in order to hire a life coach. And I'm like, that couldn't be further from the truth. A life coach helps you get clear on the direction you want to go and it helps you get there quicker. Like it really does. It like helps overcome those obstacles that that ultimately hold people back for a very, 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 very long time. And it's because you can't see your blind spots. I can see it because I'm a neutral person that helps you see it the way that I see it. So then you can make the clear decisions moving forward, which I think is what you've done so well. Because yes, there are times where you're like, oh, I I love you, but I really don't like you right now. And that's my job. Like my job as a coach is like, I don't need you to like me because I'm going to show you the hard things and I'm going to pull you forward. I'm going to be like, Hey, this is what I'm noticing. And then when it strikes a chord with you, I know that there's a truth to it, that it gives us the opportunity and invitation to uncover. So you can keep progressing and moving forward in your life. And I think it's so amazing where you're at (laughs) at the age that you're at, like where you're going to be in another year or even five years from now, based off of how committed you are to your growth and evolution. It's so inspiring. The the best thing about my job is I'm so inspired by my clients every single week because of their willingness and openness to evolve and to grow. And it just blows my mind. I was um, actually was on a podcast interview for a magazine. Um, and one of the questions is like, what inspires you every day? And my first answer was my clients. <laughs> like my clients are the most inspiring humans. They are doing the work. They are showing up for themselves. They're asking themselves the hard questions. They're investing time. They're investing money in their mental and emotional well-being and their future self. And that is so inspiring. So you are such an inspiration, Bee. Um, Thank you. Of course. It's the truth. Um, let me see what other things, is there anything that we haven't talked about that you want to share? Not anything that I can think about off the top of my head. I think as I was kind of reflecting on the last two years, I almost, and I know that this sounds silly, but we talked a lot about brain drama. And so sometimes I'll use that with my team and I'll be like, you're, this is brain drama. You're making this up. It's entirely on you. And I started thinking about it and I was like, yeah, I don't know if it's appropriate or not, but um, here's your brain on drugs and here's your brain not on drugs. And I was like, this is my brain not working with Brittany. And this is my brain working with Brittany. And it's not linear. It is not a straight line because as much as you are the best thing in the world, you are not a miracle worker that nothing bad ever happens. But I think the cool thing is recognizing and just being aware that, hey, something happened, and I might be taking a step back, and it feels like it's not progress, but really, it's either helping me to heal, or it's helping me to understand, like, why am I frustrated? Why am I feeling this? Why am I thinking about another person in this way, so that I can move forward and move past it, and it's significantly further than how I could ever go alone, Um, and I just think about that a lot. It's like the tangled mess, and then it's like, not a tangled mess, but still like a little bit jagged. Yeah, so it's not, it doesn't feel like one big knot. Yes. Yeah, my husband calls me a thought organizer. I'm like the whole yeah. edit for your brain. Yes. Like, wow, I'm like, you're in charge of marketing now, dude. I was like, I didn't know you had it in you. But that's- um, You're the Marie, Marie, Marie Kondo of goal Marie coaching. Marie Kondo, your thoughts. Uh, but the way that you just described it, I'm like, yes, 
that is exactly what coach. And that's really what coaching is about. Yeah. It's just helping you see what you can't see. And then once you see it, you can't unsee it. And then it gives you yeah. the authority to make the necessary changes. And people think that change is like this. And it's like, no, you have to be willing to be with the discomfort of it first, not mm-hmm. just try to white knuckle yourself through with positivity and feel good thoughts, which like we love positivity, but that's not the way to get to where you want to go, especially where you're at, you're in this place of you're managing other human beings. And that is, oh, that is not an easy thing to do. All sorts mm-hmm. of different personalities, all sorts of different thoughts, brain drama, all of that brought to the table. But because you have learned the skill set to manage your brain, it allows you to manage people. And I think that's what's so important to always remember no matter what you're doing is I have the ability to manage my brain. So anytime things start to feel out of control, you have to come back to yourself because when you can manage yourself first, it's so much easier to manage other human beings. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of work. It is tough work, but it's all worth it. And I think when you had even just said there's resistance to it sometimes, Um, there's been a lot of times in the last year where there's been a lot of resistance towards things and they keep showing up because I need to keep working on them. And I feel like once you finally accept what is or what the reality is and hone into where your place is and your living and what you're supposed to be doing, it becomes less resistant. There's still things that come up, but you learn to appreciate it a lot more and Mm -hmm. not be pushing against something all the time. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't feel like uh, you're pushing a boulder up a hill. So what are, so, you know, when, once you've gotten to alignment, this was what was so fun about working with you is within the first three months you got into alignment and then things started happening really quick. And I, I warned you, I was like, listen, once you get into alignment, things are going to happen. Opportunities are going to come your way. And like, it's, it like could be something that overwhelms you because it happened so quick. And then what happened? Well, it all happened in about a week and a half is what happened. Yeah. Alignment. It all happened. It was January, 2022 was the craziest year, craziest month probably of my life. Yeah. Yeah. So what, where are you now? So like you reached out to me two years ago, you were kind of, you hit that ceiling. You knew you wanted to grow. You wanted the support to get you to the next level. Where are you now? So um, at that point I was, living in Chicago. I was a sales rep for my most favorite company. Um, But I was looking to be promoted. I was looking to learn and develop. I was trying to work through at that point in time, um, feelings of loved ones passing that I never had to go through before. And there, when you say that everything kind of happened at once, January was one passed, got promoted, moved out from Chicago to Oklahoma in a matter of you found out on Tuesday and you left on Saturday. And so life has been really, really fast. Um, in that year, I think that was probably the most challenging time working with you just because there were so many things in life that happened. And I told you, actually, I'm not going to continue right now. And you said, actually, you are. You're going to renew because this is when you need me the most. And I said, you're not wrong. Um, but <laughs> I'm going to try to stay as committed as I can. And I think you phrased it beautifully on if you are, if you are invested in investing in yourself, you will make the time because 
the things that are important to you, you will make time for. And I know from the work that we've done that you want to grow. And I know, I know what we've been working towards. So spend a lot of time with you. At that point, the shift is shifted towards how do you go from living in downtown Chicago to living in Oklahoma and accepting that they're very different cities and there was a lot of resistance to moving out here at, at first, but recognizing that you decide how you live in the places that you live in. And I will tell you now, I absolutely love Tulsa. Um, there has been a lot that has changed in the last year and a half. Um, I love the people that I have met. I love the just getting a deeper appreciation for the city. Um, Chicago holds a special place in my heart, but there's not many cities that are Chicago. Um, I worked a lot with you towards allowing my people to grow and develop, even though they may have had contrasting belief to what I thought was the best way. And I had to sit back and realize they are not wrong. And I do not need to be frustrated with what is happening. Um, there's a lot that they bring that I don't have perspective on. And so navigating that and navigating building a team that I am now so incredibly excited about. I have a team that I genuinely enjoy being around and that are seeing a lot of success. And while I get to help them, it's how do you help them in the right way so that they see success and they, they get to experience the great things that leaders your company prior had invested in you to have that same experience and I think more recently in the last three months and it was towards the tail end of working with you for the third time through is turning down a couple of opportunities that sounded like it was fancy exactly what I wanted but recognizing I am here I love my team I love where I'm at I love the opportunity and this is exactly where I'm supposed to be. And it took a long time to get here because if you told me October of 2021, I would feel the way that I do now. And you would have told me that over the last year and a half, I would have said, I don't think that that's the case. I'll listen to you. Um, but I think one of the biggest things that you helped me with also was recognizing the person you want to be a year, two years, three years ahead, or however long that is, it's already inside you. It's it just matters of what are what decisions are you making today? What habits are you taking today that are allowing that future person to shine out further? And I think when I recognized that, it was I get to make the decision to be that person now versus five years from now if I just accept what needs to happen and work through the things that are that I'm struggling with. Oh my God, B. It's like music to my ears. It's just so cool to sit here and hear you reflect on your growth. Cause I remember like just the, the transition to the new position, new city, all of that. And the resistance to wanting to, to like focus on yourself because you thought you had to focus on everything else. I'm like, no, if you want to thrive in this transition, the most important thing you want to double down on is yourself. And that's, I think, you know, you saying yes to yourself has created this result you know, results are a compounding of things over time, right? Of actions over time of the type of person you want to become. And now you are, you are in it. And I think it's so beautiful that you've had shiny objects, right? Come up, which in the past might've distracted you and be like, yes, this is the next thing. And you keep going, 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 but you are so grounded and rooted in where you are, which just shows so much about your growth and where you're going and yourself as a leader. So it's just so good. 
Oh my God. My face hurts from smiling. Uh, Okay. So before we wrap up a couple more questions, my first question is what are you most proud of? Like in the past two years, what are you most proud of for yourself? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I think of course, yes, to the promotion, but I think I'm really proud of the team that I've created right now. And I'm going to get emotional about it because it, it took a long time. It was a very big labor of love. It was a long time coming. And I think everything that I ever wanted about the idea of going into management was being able to influence other people's lives and being able to help them achieve things that they never realized was possible and change their lives. And like, I genuinely feel like I'm in that place and I have more recently felt that versus other times. And I just feel very excited about the results that we've created and the people that we have. And it's just, it makes it all more fun. But I think that I wouldn't have created the team of my dreams or been excited about the career opportunity that I have right now, or I would have always been excited about it, but I would not have been as excited about it if I did not put in the work to get to where we are right now. So cool to hear you say that, especially those times in the transition when you were like, I think I just need to go back to being a rep. This is so hard. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes. I think it was... um, Dave Hollis, I sent you the book, the filter courage, and he had written something about you get your, um, what is it? You're not driving a ship, but you're, I don't know, you're sailing a ship and the routers start to get rough and you start to get scared and you see the lighthouse and you think I'm going back. I'm just going to go back. It's a lot easier. There's nothing I have to think about, but I think he talked about, and you and I talked about it a lot is what was it that you felt comfortable in there? that would make you want to go back and how do you create that comfort in where you are now? Because there were so many times where I thought, and is this what I really wanted? And it is. Um, but I think that's where you grow the most when you're the most uncomfortable. And I was sure very uncomfortable. in those, in those <laughs> choppy waters. So good. Well, the, yeah. it's just so fun celebrating you and sharing your wins and thank you for sharing and being open and honest and sharing that, it wasn't, you know, rainbows and butterflies and you did have challenging moments and your ability to be open to the challenging moments and just be vulnerable. If like, Hey, you know, I don't got this, or I need this, the extra support, or I need to see things differently. Like just says so much about you uh, as a leader, because first you lead yourself and now you're leading others. And it's just so exciting because this is truly the beginning for you. And I'm excited to see where this takes you. Well, thank you, Brittany. I appreciate that. And I couldn't have done it without you. I'm happy to be your guide. So fun. Seriously, so much fun. I love working with you. I always say, I'm like, if I could just multiply a thousand Brittany's and have them as clients, (laughs) you're just a dream to work with because you let me push you and pull you forward and you're open to it. Like, it's just such a treat to get to work with someone like you. So thank you. Um, Any last words before we wrap up? Now, if I can give anybody that's listening a piece of advice, if you're hesitant to reach out to Brittany, do it anyways, and then figure out along the way how you're going to do it, because don't be resistant to it. It's it's life-changing in all of the best ways. So good. I think that just goes for anything. You know, it's like any coach support, like anything that you're resistant to or like hesitant 
you know, if you, if you believe that it can help you, you say yes and then figure out how to make it happen because that's how it's ultimately how you change the trajectory of your life. And you are such a beautiful example of that. So thank you for being that example. And I look forward to continuing to watch you grow. Thanks, Brett. I appreciate it.